Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. This is Winning Cures Everything. Here's your host, Gary Seegers. Hey, hey, it is Wednesday, July 3rd. We missed yesterday. We are back today. This is Winning Cures Everything. We do this every day, 10 to 15 minutes of your time. We talk about the day's biggest sports stories, along with what other interesting topics are going on in the world today. Here is our rundown for today's show. We're going to talk about the Jim Beam fire for just a little bit. We'll talk about the Grizzlies trading Chandler Parsons to Atlanta. The U.S. women's national team beat England yesterday. I'm not a big soccer guy. I don't know a lot about it, but I watched it. I got some thoughts. Kevin Ollie, former UConn coach, was hammered by the NCAA. We'll talk about what that means. And a former USC assistant has filed a lawsuit against the school. We'll discuss what that means. The show, as always, brought to you by betnow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50, W-I-N-N-I-N-G-5-0. You'll get a 50% deposit bonus. So if you put in 50 bucks, you get 25 back. You put in 500 bucks, you get 250 back, et cetera, et cetera. Whatever the total, they'll give you 50% of it for free to play with on the site. It's great for recreational gamblers, great online sports book, great layout. Uh, you're going to love it. Go check it out for yourself. They make it easy. They treat us well. They will treat you well. Betnow.eu. Go check it out. Use promo code WINNING50 for a 50% deposit bonus. And, of course, go over to winningcureseverything.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We would appreciate that. Uh, tell all your buddies about it. Share it out. We appreciate you guys jumping in today. The chat is off. I don't see what you guys are saying, so hopefully you're being nice in the comments. Uh, let's run through the Jim Beam Fire. 45,000 barrels, gone, poof, all just whatever. It was, uh, it was at an aging facility in Woodford County in Kentucky. Uh, the whiskey lost was young, so they claimed that it's not going to affect availability. Now, I'm a Jim Beam guy myself, uh, specifically Jim Beam number seven. So my buddy Eric that I used to be in a band with turned me on to this forever ago. Jim Beam number seven mixed with Seagram's. Fantastic. Uh, or fit mixed with 7-Up uh, uh, or Diet Coke. Either one. But Jim Beam number 7. Um, so, yeah, they say that it might have been caused by a lightning strike. That amazes me. I, I would not believe that you would have this much uh, whiskey just out there where lightning could actually strike the building and cause a massive flame like this, right? Like, you would think this would be a brick building. It would be something along those lines. Not something that could catch fire if something were to hit it. But 45,000 barrels is insane. So they're moving sand into the area because there could be runoff from this. Uh, you know how quickly alcohol burns. Uh, well, 45,000 45, barrels is not going to burn that quickly. Uh, the fire is still going on. 
But it is a sad, sad day for bourbon drinkers because, man, uh, that's a lot of whiskey gone. Just a lot of whiskey gone. All right, let's move on from there. The Memphis Grizzlies have traded Chandler Parsons to the Atlanta Hawks. Miles Plumley and Solomon Hill are the bring back. Uh, all three of these players are on expiring contracts. Parsons, however, uh, well into the 20s uh, of millions of dollars. He's only played 95 games in three years. Plumley, I think, is like 12.5 million. Solomon Hill, 12.7 million, both expiring deals. Both could possibly be bought out. One could be bought out. Uh, the other could be traded. I mean, there's all sorts of different things that you can do here. Uh, but the deal is, moving a contract like Parsons is almost impossible. And trying to buy him out was not working. That's why the trade went down. Parsons wanted all of his money, or at least very close to it. Memphis didn't want to give him that much. And there was no way, once this new front office got in with Zach Kleiman and, and that whole bunch, uh, that Chandler Parsons was going to be on this roster with that young team going forward, right? The young players didn't need to be around this guy. All of the leaks that came out about the Grizzlies, about locker room fights, about just anything else, all traced back to Chandler Parsons last year. And it all stemmed from the fact that he was not worth anything to the coach or to the front office. They didn't want to play him. The NBA basically forced them to play him. Uh, coming back from injury, he just he was not the same guy. So we'll see if he ends up with another contract or something. I would be very surprised. But, uh, but this all stemmed from they were not going to have him on the roster. They didn't want to give him the full buyout. So now they're bringing in two new guys that, that could work well with the, uh, the core that they've built right now. But if they don't, they're expiring deals. It's easier to trade $12 million in a contract as opposed to $25 million or however much it is, right? So that makes sense. Farewell, Chandler Parsons. We miss the, uh, or we're going to miss the stories about you being everywhere other than Memphis. Uh, it, it's a shame that this contract didn't work out. I was a fan of the signing at first because I thought with Mark Gasol and Mike Conley and Chandler Parsons, that we had the makings of a team that could make a run in the West, but that was four years ago. So, is what it is. Next topic, U.S. Women's National Team beats England yesterday 2-1. to one. Uh, The two, well, the three goals were all scored in the first half. Uh, look, the offsides that was called against England that negated the second goal for them, it would have made it 2-2. Very ticky-tacky, Right. Uh, Clay Travis talked about this this morning on his show, and I agree with him a whole lot because I I sat and watched it yesterday and said, okay, I get the, the premise of offsides. I understand that. But, I mean, this is you're talking about like a, a body part, just a, or part of a body part that's over the line. And that rule in and – like it's – that rule combined with the rule of out of bounds, right? Like when the ball goes out of play. When it touches the line, it's not out. The whole ball has to be past that white line. So why would that rule be like that and then offsides wouldn't be like where it has to be an egregious mistake where more than half your body or your entire body has to be offsides? You see what I'm saying? Like it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But anyway... They, England had a chance at a penalty kick later, 
uh, which looked like it may have been a makeup call, maybe. Eh, you know, we'll see. The penalty kicks normally hit around 80%. Uh, and to the U.S. women's credit, they get the stop. That goalie is something else. Uh, yeah, so England, you know, is out. The U.S. women's national team moves on, and they will play in the finals against the winner of the Netherlands and Sweden on Sunday. And it's a primetime spot. I think there's going to be a lot of people watching, a lot of people interested. Uh, they did all of this without Megan Rapinoe. Uh, again, really well done. So go U.S. Next topic, Kevin Ollie hammered by the NCAA. Now, this was uh, interesting to me. Uh, it was not super surprising, right? They hammered him not for you know major things that were going on inside the program, they hammered him because he, uh, there was some level three stuff that he lied to him about and then opted not to come in and do a second interview with them. And the, I think this is a changing of the guard with the way that the NCAA is going to do things going forward. They didn't really hammer UConn that much. They basically exiled Kevin Ollie from coaching in college for at least three years. And what this sets up is UConn basically not having to pay the full $10 million buyout to Ollie. Now, I don't know where they were going to get the money to pay Ollie $10 million to leave and Dan Hurley's new contract and to leave the AAC and to buy in with the, the Big East and all that. Like, it's there's a lot of money. Like, they are hemorrhaging money at this point because you know they're not bringing that much in. So... I mean, it just it, this is a major league win for UConn, even if they did get some NCAA uh, sanctions here. Um, what they got is two years of probation for the men's basketball program. Ollie got the three-year show cause, which basically sets up a win in that lawsuit between UConn and Ollie where they're not going to have to pay him. Like it, They are able to say that they fired him with cause. He's not going to be able to, because they wouldn't be able to keep him as a coach this year anyway, right? There's no way he gets that buyout money. Now, he may get a settlement. He may get a million dollars, something like that. But if you're UConn, you may not even have to do that. Uh, there's elimination, vacation of records of games in which certain UConn players played but have retroactively been deemed ineligible. Reduction of one scholarship from 13 to 12 for the upcoming season. UConn self-imposed that one. A $5,000 fine, which UConn self-imposed. And then there's some recruiting limitations, which are a one-week ban for unofficial visits and any kind of phone communication, all this kind of mess that was already self-imposed. Right. Uh, all of this is just crazy. Now, Kevin Ollie says that he's not going to coach in college anymore. He doesn't want to do that. He wants to coach in the NBA. He might latch on as an NBA assistant somewhere. I could 100% see it. But, uh, but yeah, a big win for UConn, even though they got some, uh, some sanctions handed down to them. Kevin Ollie, that's a, that's a big loss. Uh, it doesn't make any sense for level three violations to not just admit them to the NCAA. There's no reason to lie about those, right? Gary Parrish from CBS Sports said this best. You lie when it's things that you're going to get fired for anyway. You don't lie when it's things like a level three violation. Like a, a level three is basically like somebody coming to a cookout that wasn't supposed to be there. Or, you know, simple stuff, right? Like like Bruce Pearl got, got fired over. You know, this situation, you don't need to lie about this. You're going to get dinged with, you know, maybe a week of not being able to recruit or something, but it's not going to kill your program. It's not going to kill your career. 
in this instance, yeah, three years without a job in the NCAA, even if he doesn't want to do it, it's still going to cost him $10 million because UConn's not going to have to pay him the buyout. So just uh, an absolute mess, absolute mess. Let's move on to the next topic. This is from Monday. Ex-USC football assistant Rick Courtright has uh, filed a lawsuit against USC. And he alleges that he was forced out after reporting possible NCAA violations. Nathan Finno for the Los Angeles Times wrote about this. Um, He is alleging that undergraduate students were paid to pose as graduate assistants from the team to take online classes on their behalf and fulfill their degree requirements. Uh, He was a defensive quality control assistant from 2016 to 2018. Rick Courtright was. Uh, He claimed in the lawsuit that he overheard graduate assistants uh, Brett Ark and Austin Clark discuss working with defensive coordinator Chancey Pendergast to pay two students with low-level positions in the program to take online classes for the graduate assistants. All of this stuff. Now, he said, upon witnessing these events, Courtright believed that the actions of Pendergast and the uh, graduate assistants violated state and federal laws and regulations, including academic fraud and fraud with the NCAA. Uh, Courtright reported the allegations to USC's Athletic Department Compliance Office in June 2017, um, and he also filed an anonymous complaint with the school. So USC's investigating, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, throughout the lawsuit, he says that, um, oh, he also reported that players warmed up before games without protective equipment or full-time coaches to supervise them. Um, let's see. Oh, he subsequently reported concerns that the graduate assistants might have violated NCAA rules by driving full-time assistant coaches while they recruited and used a school courtesy car for personal reasons. So all of this stuff, he's just he's making a list, right, Courtright. He's making a list of different things that, that USC is doing wrong. And then he gets upset. He said the complaints triggered retaliation against Courtright, according to the lawsuit, and led to his ouster from USC. Um, it said he became subject to several harassment incidents in the office, including but not limited to someone gluing his mouse to the table, someone logging into his computer and moving it to a different location in the department, someone stealing his ski cap and jacket from his locker, someone leaving sticky notes around his desk with snide remarks on them, etc. Um, he said that he was suddenly ostracized and that... Uh, Staffers refused to interact with him and would abruptly end or cut off conversations when he appeared. Everybody knows how this works. Snitches get stitches. And if Courtright thought that this stuff wasn't happening at every other major football program in the country, he's lost his mind. If all of this stuff goes on without him saying a word about it, he can then, he has deniability. He can go through and say he didn't know anything about it. It would never hurt his career. But instead, there's not a single person on any major football program in this country that will hire him as anything other than just a graduate assistant or something, maybe an analyst, but he, nobody will be able to trust him. And yes, what USC was doing is wrong. It is not legal through NCAA terms and whatnot. But, man, like, you cannot be that dumb. If you are wanting to keep a job, if you're wanting to keep doing all of these things going forward, your your people got to be able to trust you, the people that you work for. That's Houston Nutt. Can I trust you? Can I trust you? Courtright 
good gracious. Like, you have to be smart enough to realize that turning these people in, like, you could end up losing your job anyway. And this was just bananas. Uh, the lawsuit said USC coach Clay Helton told Courtright in January 2018 that Pendergast didn't want to retain him because, quote, things weren't working out and barred Courtright from campus and the football offices. Look, he told on his boss. So, of course, when it comes down to it, that's the way it normally works, right? Like, the boss is not going to get fired. The quality control assistant is probably going to be the one to be let go. It's a, it's a fascinating read. Go over to the Los Angeles Times and check it out. Uh, the title of the story is Ex-USC Football Assistant Alleges He Was Forced Out After Reporting Possible NCAA Violations. Uh, it's from Monday, July 1st. Go check it out for yourself. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate you guys coming in. Share the show out. We will have shows on July 4th and the 5th. We are rolling through the Sunbelt Conference. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I hope that you will join us. Like I said, subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, leave some reviews, uh, jump in on Periscope, jump in on Facebook. We will see you guys again tomorrow. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at Gary WCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.